0: You're listening to the Back Home Network, presented by Homefield Apparel.
1: And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another victorious episode of the Doing the Work post-game show, as today your three-seeded Indiana Hoosiers came up victorious in their opening round game of the NCAA tournament against the Charlotte 49ers, taking them down 51-85. to I'm your host, Kathy Amos, here with my co-host, Sean Cron, and today we will break it all down for you on this edition of uh, the Doing the Work, the new show on the Back Home Network dedicated to covering IU women's basketball. And this, this uh, today we will start our show the same way we start every show. And that is with our banner moment. And Sean, for me, I, I'm going to go back to the start or the end of the third quarter, excuse me, the end of the first quarter at the 247 mark. And the the team um, at that point was tied up with Charlotte, Charlotte, 11 to 11. And they would go on a run Starting with that 247 mark, and in that first quarter, 11 to one in the last two minutes, but then come out in that second quarter and continue it on. They would go on a 20 to two IU run that lasted until Charlotte finally made a field goal by Jet Wilson at the 5:30 mark in the second quarter that finally ended the run of no field goals for Charlotte. And that really put us up pretty handily after the end of that long run there. Again, it was 11 to 11, ended that 20 to 2 run. So we were 31 um, to 4 or 31 to 13 at that point. And it really just, the the team never looked back like at the end of the day. We would end up with multiple people in double digits, three of them, plus um, a number of Five, all five of our starters and five bench players all scoring today. So it was a well-balanced performance. And I thought that um, run there starting at that 247 mark in the first quarter really highlighted and started um, what we would continue on into the end of the fourth quarter and the buzzer. And to me, that is the banner moment for today. And as always, our banner moment is brought to you by our friends at Home Fill Apparel. They're in their first season as a presenting sponsor for the Home home back back home network (laughs) and did you know that among homefield's large collection of vintage iu apparel is a shirt commemorating one of the most successful seasons in the history of indiana women's basketball it's true in fact i have mine on today it's commemorating the women's 1983 season when they won the big 10 title and made their first ncaa appearance Given what our team is doing now under Terry Morin and how we've started our NCAA run, hopefully here with an 85 to 51 victory, it might be time to look at a new shirt for your collection. And if you or other people in your life support other teams, Homefield probably has something for them as well, with over 120 different schools with unique vintage logos for all of them. And no matter what you buy, you know it will be comfortable and the colors will last through mini's washing. Plus you're supporting an Indiana-based company that came up through Kelly, and what could be better um, than that? So go to homefieldapparel.com, and if it's your first purchase, you can use our promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off your entire first order. Once again, that's homefieldapparel.com, so we're one for the team. Okay, well, now it's time to move the ball, find our open player, and get some opening thoughts, and Sean, I'll kick it over to you for Sean's summation.
0: Uh, Thanks, Kathy. And uh, yeah, I think this was a, uh, another great, uh, great win for the uh, IU Hoosiers. Uh, um, They needed to come out, uh, come out strong right from the beginning. And, and they did, they, they dominated this uh, game from start to finish. Um, I was a little curious to see once uh, what they would be like after, you know, coming off the big uh, 10 tournament and everything. And, you know, actually having a, a long rest and being able to get some, uh, get some rest and uh, get some practice in. So, um, I think, uh, you know, coach, uh, Morin and the, her staff did a great job getting the, uh, the women prepared for this game and, uh, it showed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great, Uh, all right, well, we will continue our breakdown of Indiana's win over Charlotte in their first round game of the NCAA tournament. Um, And we will point out today's meaningful moments you might have missed. Then we'll go inside the numbers to highlight the most important statistical notes of the game. You are listening to the Doing the Work post game show. Again, my name is Kathy Amos. I'm here with my co-host Sean Cron and we were breaking down that win over Charlotte. And now it's time for meaningful moments you might have missed. Um, and Sean, I think we can probably highlight most of the stuff from the first and second quarter, and maybe just a couple from the the third and fourth. But do you want to start us off with uh, anything you want to talk about from the first quarter?
0: Yeah, I think uh, you know from the first quarter, uh, starting off was uh, one of the things I wrote down was at the 8:15 mark, uh, Alexa hit her first three-pointer of the game, and uh, I think it was uh, it kind of set the tone for the uh, for the team. Um, uh, I think they, uh, you know, uh, overall for the day, I mean, they shot very well uh, as a team. And um, I, like I said, I mean, that was just the, uh, the first shot that I had for, for her. Um, following that, at the 455 mark, I had, uh, you know, Grace uh, had a, you know, drove the lane to, and, you know, to her uh, top of the key and, you know, where her sweet spot is and, uh, you know, nailed another jumper. So um, they, were, they were looking good right from the start of the game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, yeah, I have a couple, couple uh items written down for Alexa as well. Um, one of them you just uh, mentioned. The other one is Alexa really just fighting for a defensive rebound at, at some point. And that continued to be a theme for her the rest of the game. She ended up with um, six rebounds for the day, but she really just fought hard. I thought on both ends of the court, it was a really all all around good game for Alexa. And she like you said, she set that tone there with that opening three pointer in that first quarter. Um, I also thought Chloe Moore McNeil had a, a pretty good game today as well, coming in off of the bench for us. Um, so, you know, at 2.45, she got beat on defense there. And that's where um, Charlotte tied it up at, at uh, 11-11 when I mentioned it in my, my Banner moment. But she came right back down on the other end. And, boy, she just had this beautiful pass down to McKenzie down low um, where McKenzie um, scored. And that's what really got us started then on that um, 20-2 run. That we would end up going on there. So again, we ended that quarter with an 11 to 1 run in the last two minutes. Um, it ended up uh, being up then 12 to 22 and outscoring them by 10 in that quarter. Anything else from the first quarter that you you want to touch on? Yeah, I
0: think uh, you know to end that first quarter. Uh, I think you know one of the important things I wanted to mention was uh, Mac hit a jumper to beat the buzzer uh, right at the end of the first quarter. Um, you know, and it was just, you know, once again, it was just, a, it, was, it was a great play and it was great to see Mac, uh, actually, you know, have a good, really good game and, um, you know, kind of, you know, getting back to the, uh, you know, her, you know, uh, the game that she had before she was hurt her before her injury. So,
1: yeah. Absolutely, Mackenzie had also had a great game. She was one of our mm-hmm. three players in double digits. This was her seventh game in a row after coming back from her knee surgery that she would end up with double digits. So, um, and we'll we'll take that um, from McKinsey and we'll we'll go ahead and continue on into the second quarter. And one moment I wrote down was really early on at the 9:28 mark. Mac actually got her second foul, and they had to bring Keonda Brown in a couple of reasons why I thought this was a meaningful moment. One, obviously McKenzie going out with that second foul. Um, Charlotte is a very guard heavy team and didn't really have a whole lot of that. They did try one, one, um, one lady trying to coming in in the second court or second half rather than. Um, I don't think she added a whole lot to their post-presence, but really I thought um, it was important then for Keandra Brown to be coming back. So if for those of you who may not remember or didn't know, Keondra had a hip injury that's been kind of nagging her all year, and it did take her out of pretty much the entire Big Ten tournament. So having Keandra Brown coming back and being able to come in for McKinsey when she had that second foul I thought was a very important moment for the team, not just for this game in particular, but if they want to have a, a deep run here in the tournament that they kick off today i think it's important for all of our starters to be going but i think we need to have our bench being able to make some uh, meaningful contributions as well um sean what else do you have for us in the second quarter
0: yeah i'm going to add on to that uh what you were saying about Keandra brown um you know she had come in for mckenzie right away and she uh, you know she contributed right away she uh ended up getting a rebound in a bucket right away and she became our uh, seventh player at that point in the game to have uh to have scored. So I, I thought mm-hmm. that was that was important. I mean, we were uh definitely um sharing the ball today, uh, passing it around. Everybody was getting uh, getting good shots and um you know, it really really helped the team today. Um the other thing I wanted to you know mention was that, you know, this was when IU started their big big run, you know, the the 20 to 2 run, I believe uh um you know, was in the you started in the second quarter here and uh, it really helped the uh, open things up for IU for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So again, you mentioned already just the that was the seventh player that scored for us so grace burger i think we, we'd be remiss without having talked about her yet she she was just really did grace burger things today and we saw that at the nine minute mark where she had some really outstanding defense and got a steal and then tipped that back on the other ends and and put it back up for a, just another beautiful lay pull-up that we you know come to. Known and expect from Grace, and that was how we started the quarter with that 40 run, and it led to immediately to a Charlotte um, timeout. So, um, I thought all around Grace just had a really good game um, for us today. But what are your thoughts on Grace?
0: Yeah, I thought Grace uh, did a great job uh, running the offense, um, you know, and, and sharing the ball. Um, she she was looking for her shots. She was very physical, uh, um, you know, driving the lanes. Um, so I think yeah, she had a she had another great. Great day, you know, and a typical, you know, grace effort. Um, so yeah, I think she did a great job. Um, another one I wanted to talk to uh, talk to you about was uh, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, her her defense again was outstanding, and I even heard uh, the commentators say that you know how uh, how she was a pest, you know, and you know who who was the uh, who was who is she going to guard today? And uh, in that first half a lot she was uh, guarding uh, Michaela Boykin uh, a lot and. Uh, One of the things I wanted to point out was that Michaela Boykin didn't get her first basket until the 350 mark of the second quarter. So uh, that just goes to show how how good of defense that uh, Nicole uh, plays throughout the entire game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll continue on with Nicole and highlight her in that second quarter as well. So I wrote down at the one thirty mark, Nicole doing Nicole things. And, you know, she's down on, as you mentioned, being her typical pest self. And um, we had missed the shot, and we had, you know, she wasn't I wouldn't say she was really pressing, pressing, but she was doing her her defensive pest thing on the other end and um, really um, forced a, a turnover. Um, but not just she, she, didn't just force the ball out of bounds, but she actually went and saved that ball out of bounds and got it back into Chloe Moore McNeil. And again, that was just such great hustle from, from Nikki showing us what we can, uh, she can do when she's in there. So, um, anything else from the, the second quarter play wise you have,
0: um, yeah, you know, I think a, a couple of things I wanted to point out, you know, going back to grace was that, you know, at the, uh, 215 mark she ended up hitting two free throws uh that put her put her in double figures and that was her 17th straight game this year uh being in double figures for the year so i think uh uh that was important to to mention and uh you know once again you know she you know, it's just uh, she just continues to do grace things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, so there in that second quarter, we would continue on and um, outscore um, the 49ers by another eight points and we go into half time up 74 to 42. So outscored them by 18 points in that first half. And again, this just became a theme because I think in every segment that we have between all the timeouts all the quarters, we outscored them um, by everyone except for the very last media timeout in the second quarter where we were even with them. (laughs) So um, again, it was just a very offensively pretty game for us um, against 49ers. And I do want to point out that it's not that Charlotte doesn't have good defense. They actually are 16th in the nation in field goal percentage allowed. And so uh, it wasn't like we were coming in against a Charlotte team that didn't know how to play defense. So um, that was absolutely not the case here. So uh, yeah, this was just a a great offensive effort from our team. So I'm sure we'll get more into that when we get into the stats. So Um, Let's continue on then with the third quarter. Um, And there I wrote down to start us off here that Allie came out in halftime. She was pretty quiet in that first half. She had a field goal to open up the game for us. And then after that, offensively, at least, she didn't really score again for us. Um, But she did um, do the same thing in the third quarter where she opened up for us um, like she did with another two-point basket for us uh, to start getting that third quarter rolling. So, you know, Allie, for me today, even though offensively, maybe you you look at her stat line and I thought Allie didn't quite put up the numbers we'd want with only seven points. But again, I thought Allie did things that you don't see showing up in the stat line. I thought her defense was very solid today. She showed good leadership on the floor. um, And, you know, she did a nice job for us all around um, and just keeping the team together and showing some good leadership there. But any thoughts on Allie's play or any game um, moments in the third quarter you want to talk about?
0: Yeah. I thought Allie, uh, you know, like you had said, you know, her stat line wasn't real impressive um, today, but she did have four assists today, uh, which which tied for for second uh, for the team, and uh, you know it just shows you know she was uh, you know passing the ball around, you know contributing to others, and uh, you know looking for the uh, open open player to get the open shot. So uh, it, it's not all always a scoring line that's gonna um, show who's having a great great game. Um, you know, another another couple of things I wanted to point out in the third quarter was, uh, you know, we continued our great play with uh, with Grace and Mac. You know, at the 8:30 mark, you know, um, they they did yeah. they had a great uh, screen and role play, um, and uh, Grace threw it into Mac for an easy two, and it just uh, it was just so so uh, fun to watch and, and just so sound.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, shortly after that, uh, Mac. Um, Shortly after that play, Mack ended up getting a steal and throwing it ahead, and Alexa ended up getting a layup. So it was just, uh, you know, it just shows, you know, it was was an all-around team effort today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And that's one thing I I want want to talk about as well in this third quarter. There was a play in particular right towards the end that, again, um, speaks to our our leadership from our team it speaks to the seniority on our team and just the high basketball iq and that was with um at the 146 mark Allie, again you, you look and you're like oh she only has seven points she was one for two on three point um and, and that's not again what we were expecting from Allie all the time we need her to be solid not necessarily putting up double digit points and this is the example of that ali had a a three that she could have taken fairly early into the shot clock maybe halfway through and instead again knowing we're up you know at that point you know quite handily she passes that three up the ball eventually makes its way around to alexa alexa drives the ball in she misses that shot but mckenzie gets the offensive rebound and goes up for a you know a basket and gets fouled And, and i just like this play all around because it showed Allie with her her foresight to, to pass that shot up when she could have she, she could have taken it. Um, you know, it wasn't like it would have been a highly contested shot, but she passed up a good shot to really end up getting a great shot from Alexa, who was really, you know, driving the ball. She ended up missing it, but we had McKenzie right down there again, doing, um, you know, McKenzie things uh, with that offensive rebound to clean up the board. So it, I, I like that play again, just because it highlights from the team, <laughs> they're there, they're, they're their um, teamwork together, as well as their high basketball IQ. Um, anything else in the third quarter you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, uh, one of the things I noted down here was, uh, once again, uh, uh, Nicole, um, her her defense um, at the uh, 549 yeah. mark, I believe it was. Uh, she was uh, um, uh, Charlotte was taking the ball out of bounds and uh, she was guarding them and she was you know, doing her you know pesky defense again, and uh, the uh, I think it was McKinney uh, from uh, Charlotte ended up throwing the ball out of bounds. Um, so I mean, she just uh, Nicole ca- caused that uh, turnover, and it was uh, just. It's just I would hate to have to go up against her. I mean, I think she is just so good defensively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nicole for sure did her Nicole defensive thing today. So we would end up outscoring Charlotte there by 11 points in that third quarter and be up now 35-64 coming into the fourth quarter uh so going into the fourth quarter i think we have a couple maybe different types of moments we can can highlight and the first one i'm going to pick sean is uh, again this might be something maybe people didn't notice you know if if they weren't paying too much attention but we came out and played zone defense (laughs) in that fourth quarter and to be honest i i'm not sure if i've seen them play zone all year um it was not um and I'm not quite sure if it was a, th- I think it was a 3-2 zone. It was a very spread out zone. Charlotte ended up scoring on it. Um, and then we'd get the the ball back and I am not sure if we scored or not, but then we came back down in our next defensive possession. We were back to man-to-man and that was the end of zone for, the, for that game. So I'm curious to see if we're going to try to throw that out again. It didn't seem to work too well, but again, it was one possession, but I thought that was an interesting moment <laughs> for the team um, when they, again, hang their hat on a tough man-to-man defense and that we came out in a zone, but any thoughts on that one defensive play that we were playing zone there?
0: Yeah. I think I was shocked as, <laughs> as shocked as you were to see that, uh, you know, we haven't seen that. I don't think we've seen that all season. have we? I don't <laughs> and, think so. and for them to come out in uh, in zone, it was like, wow, you know, this, this is different. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I was glad to see that they, they switched back to man-to-man shortly after right. that. But, uh, um, it, it was kind of it was kind of uh, fun to see
1: right i guess if you're gonna try it why might not try it in a game you're up 35 to 64 though right, right? so right. um yeah that would be something interesting to watch in our game on monday so what what else do you have with the uh, fourth quarter
0: yeah i think uh, you know the important thing in the fourth quarter is that you know our uh, our bench players started to get some action, and uh, I had uh, at the four four fifteen mark, uh, Caitlin Peterson uh, was mm-hmm. in the game, and she ended up getting a steal, and then it ended up being able to drive it to uh, drive it for a layup, and uh, it was just a uh, it was just a great play on her part, and uh, you know, kind of um, you know, kind of hoping that you know, since Nicole can't come back uh, next year, maybe Caitlin uh, can uh, be that pesky defensive player that we can uh, have for. Uh, come back for next year.
1: Yeah, I, I had that written down. The unfortunate thing, I think, for Caitlin is that she followed it up with a foul yeah. right after that. So great steal, great fast break layup, and then she followed up with a foul. So yeah, I wrote that down as well, Sean, because of exactly what you're saying. I, I, I'm looking now in that Play with the future who we're going to have come on defense for us and i'm as well hoping for caitlin peterson but i think she's got a lot of things to clean up um you can she's quite a bit inconsistent right she's got this great steal but then she follows it up by a foul because i think she's still just a little slow in moving her feet and yeah. gets a little bit um reaching in with her hands on that so um but continuing on, uh, I do, I'm do. i going to go ahead and jump all the way almost to the end. At the 135 mark, at this point, I think we had almost all bench players. Allie might have still been out there. I'm not quite sure when Allie got pulled um, from the game. But at this point, um, Mona Zarek came in. So Mona is a freshman for us. She's from Serbia. Um, she has hardly played at all this year. I, I think I might have seen her jump into one game before. I'm not even 100% sure on that. But at the 145 mark, um, they got the ball down to her, and she scored a point basket and that was her first basket in her indiana career so really great crowd um you know cheer and roar for her as well and um also just some great play there at the end from grace wagner so you know i think we all hopefully remember at this point Grace is you know originally a walk-on for indiana she has worked her way into a scholarship she has chose not to come back after this year she got into the indiana school of business uh, kelly school of business um, mba program so she's going to concentrate on her study so you know she's got one more home game for grace wagner here coming up so it was fun to see her get some good time um, and the thing I wrote down for her is at the 330 mark, she had that yeah. great block at the defensive ends. And, um, you know, so, and then as well, you had the two of them working together. So, you know, Zarek actually hit Grace Wagner down low. Um, Grace went up and put in for two and she got, she got fouled pretty hard. We were a little nervous there for a couple few seconds till she got up, but um, it was kind of fun to see, you know, um, Zarek who has hardly played at all. And then Grace Wagner, um, in there together, playing together. And I felt like it was kind of, you know, Grace on her way out and Zarek is our future. And it was, it was fun to see that um, opportunity for those two ladies to get in there and play.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you, I just want to add a little bit more onto uh, Grace Wagner, you know, at that uh, 318 mark, she ended up getting a block, uh, had a great block. Uh, Chloe Moore McNeil ended up getting the ball, passed it ahead to uh, Mac for a layup. And I, it just, exemplified what we had all day you know great defense transitioning to great offense and it just uh uh, you know we we played that way all day hopefully we can keep it going uh in the in the next game
1: yeah absolutely um i don't have any more moments anything else for you that you want to highlight either from the fourth quarter or anything you've missed in your notes you want to go back on
0: i think that's uh I think that covers it for me.
1: Okay. So even in that fourth quarter, when we had a big part of our subs coming in and that under five minute timeouts, we still outscored um, Charlotte's by five points in that quarter. And we'd go on winning 85 to 51. So with that, I think it's time maybe to go inside the numbers. So Sean, you want to maybe pick out a a stat from the team that you want to highlight here?
0: Oh boy! There's,
1: uh, a from, there's, so. <laughs> there, there's a lot to pick
0: from. There, there is a lot to pick from today. Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to start off with the uh, the assists today. Um, the assists, I were, were outstanding. We had in, IU ended up with 23 assists to, I believe, seven mm-hmm. for uh, for Charlotte, um, and, and it just once again just showed how unselfish we were with the ball. Um, how we were looking for uh, the the open shot, you know, the open player, and um, you know, I, I you know, I, I just love to see that uh, you know we you know so many assists um, uh, today.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and those uh, twenty three assists led to. Um, a 64 field goal attempts, 35 of which they made. So then that, that was my stat I wanted to talk about, which was our field goal percentage. So we shot 48% from the field in the first half, holding um, Charlotte to 33%. We ended up with the game at 54.7% field goal percentage and holding them to 37%. So on the year, Charlotte actually shoots 42%. They average 76 points per game. So again. Um, I'm highlighting both our offense and our defense. So, from a defense perspective, we held them well under their average in both shooting percentage um, as well as points scored. So, again, they they averaged 76 points per game, and they only scored 51 today. And then on the flip side of that, with our field goal percentage, 54% um, from the field, including um our three point percentage were at just under 28 percent so we'd like to see that maybe a, a, a bit higher but you know i'll take that in a game where we're really getting it down low um i'll have to apologize to everyone i wish i had points in the paint stat because i i have a feeling we pretty much dominated that stat as well i'm sure we've dominated all of them unfortunately our normal stats page is uh for media only which i'm not and sean's not so we are um reliance on espn which leaves things to be desired so we don't have <laughs> points in the paint um, but you know on the the flip side of that too you know again um, 16th in the nation for Charlotte in field goal percentage defense and we shot a fifty four point seven percent so I just outstanding shooting for us all around here today what other team stats do you have now uh,
0: I wanted to take a look at turnovers yeah. um, you know we've been talking about turnovers uh, The the entire year and, you know, leading up to the Big Ten Conference, uh, you know, uh, the tournament and, you know, how important it was to knock those uh, turnovers down. Today, we ended up with six total turnovers, six, well below our average of, I believe it's uh, what, 11 or 13?
1: I don't know what our average is. I know yeah. our team goal is 11. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I mean, well, well below our, our goal. So we ended up with uh, six turnovers to uh, Charlotte's uh, 14 turnovers. So uh, we did a great job taking care of the ball. And, um, you know, it's, you know, I just got to hand it to uh, Grace and Nicole and uh, all, all of our guards, um, you know, that uh, were able to, you uh, you know, get that, get those turnovers down, Um, you know, actually everybody. Um, So, I mean, that was a great to see today. I mean, great stat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic stat. Um, So the other one too that I I thought we'd kind of highlight is this eight steals for the team as well to only two for them. And I think that really goes along with your turnover stat that you just highlighted. So definitely um, something there to highlight. Um, Any other team ones or you want to jump into the individual?
0: Uh, Let's go ahead and jump in the, into the individuals okay you want to go first uh go ahead
1: all right so i am actually going to start with alexa goulbay um alexa today i thought she she just had an all-around um great game for us she ended up with 15 points i believe she was our first player into double figures for us um she also ended up with six rebounds she did have two turnovers but um, again, like I, I am not going to nitpick at that because I, I thought that Alexa did, um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong line. That was Grace. Alexa had no turnovers <laughs> and six rebounds and 15 points. So I, I, but the thing again for Alexa today was the things that didn't show up in the stat line. And I thought it was a lot of hustle and I was actually surprised. I thought she would have had more rebounds than what she showed. But I thought Alexa was both very aggressive going to the b- basket and trying to get some, um, drives going as well as shooting the ball from outside and ended up being two for five on three points as well for us. So, um, I thought again, Alexa, just what we needed from her. Um, and especially, you know, in that first first half where McKenzie got a little bit into foul trouble and maybe had, um, a little bit uh, was, you know, still kind of getting herself going there with that. Alexa just really filled in really nicely for, for McKenzie. Again, I I wouldn't say filled in, but compliments her very well, even with McKenzie on the bench. So, Yeah. How about you? Who else?
0: Uh, I wanted to highlight Grace today. Uh-huh. Uh, Grace ended up with uh, 18 points overall on seven of 13 shooting. Uh, she was four of six from free throws. Uh, she ended up with six rebounds, had four assists, two steals, and as you had mentioned, she had uh, had the two turnovers. But I think overall she did a did a great job uh, running the offense. Uh, she was aggressive on offense, looking for a shot. Uh, driving the lanes, you know, hitting her sweet spot there at the, uh, you know, on the elbow. Um, she uh, just overall had had another just great game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And between Alexa and Grace in the first half, they had 23 points, um, almost single-handedly outscoring Charlotte, who had 24 points at the half. So um, that first half in particular, those two, I thought, were the highlight for our team. Um, but then second half jumps in and we got to Mackenzie Holmes. Right. And McKenzie just really exploded in that that second half in particular. And you could tell that the team was really focused on getting her the ball. Um, She was able to convert. She ended up going nine for 15 from the floor um, and with a team high of 19 points. So she she was not one of our leading scorers in the first half, but she definitely brought it home in the second half for us. So. Uh, so, you know, McKinsey. I, I don't think we'll see pre-knee surgery McKinsey Holmes this year. Again, she just had such a long time off to get that conditioning back in. And, you know, but boy, if this is this is about as close as we're going to get it, I think I'll, I'll take this second half McKinsey. really the whole game. But her second half in particular, I thought was amazing. Um, she also led the team in rebounds at eight um, and converted both of her one three throughout the line. Um, contributing as well, one steal. So I, I thought, you know, again, all-around game were just fantastic from Alexa and from Grace. That second-half great game in particular from uh, McKenzie was just a thing of beauty. Um, anything on McKenzie, or do you want to talk about other other folks that we have?
0: Uh, I want to talk about our bench players. Um, you know, mm-hmm. our, our bench overall today, uh, we had uh, 15 points from our bench. Um, and I think uh, the only one that didn't score today was uh, uh, Wisney. Uh, she's the only one that didn't have any points today. That got that got some playing time, but um, Chloe Moore McNeil uh, once again had had a had a good game. Uh, seven points overall, three of six from uh, uh, field goal. Uh, she ended up with four rebounds and four assists. Uh, no no turnovers. So I think she had a, had another you know good game today, and uh, um, it just shows you know how how she is evolving and come along as a player.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So continuing on with the bench, bench, yeah, I already mentioned um, Keonda Brown getting in as well. She did contribute two points as well. Um, That was, I think, on an offensive rebound that she put back in for two. Um, So the other, uh, we had Mona Zarek, we had Keonda Brown. Caitlin Peterson and Grace Wagner all with two points for us. So they all contributed in in some fashion or another. We also have Grace Wagner with one block off of the bench, which we talked about one of our meaningful moments. Um, And all around, too, I I just wanted to talk maybe back to the team a little bit. I just thought the fouls, too, were actually um, really low. We only had 11 fouls for the entire game. And I didn't actually think, you know, most of the time I would blame that on officials, maybe not calling it. I actually thought they were really clean defensively. So I I didn't uh, I wouldn't chalk that up to the officials not not um, doing their job. But we also had Canada Brown with three rebounds. So if we're we're highlighting folks from our bench. Absolutely. So all around, yeah, just a fantastic game. Um, You know, five assists from nicole cardania hillary to lead the team at five assists you had eight rebounds from mackenzie holmes to lead the team yeah. 19 points from her two other players and double figures our our starters were all good ally was seven you had nicole with nine points so it was just such a balanced um game from us today and i think this is a great um g- game to have for a tune-up game if you will um with 13 days of rest it, and, you know, lots of time to prepare. Um, I thought this was just a really great um, matchup for us. But I don't have anything else for statistics. But how about you? And Do you have anything else you want to highlight?
0: No, I think that covers it.
1: OK. All right. Well, you are listening to the Doing the Work IU Postgame Show. You can catch us live immediately following most of the IU women's basketball games. And you can also find us at our website assemblycall.com. Um, Also make sure to sign up for our free IU Hoops email newsletter. We have over 9,000 and closing in very quickly to 10,000 people subscribe to it. So you can join today for free at join.assemblycall.com. Again, my name is Kathy Amos. I am here with my co-host Sean Cron and we are breaking down the first round NCAA win from Indiana over Charlotte 85 to 51. So, Sean, it is now time for our game ball. So, I will uh, let you go first on this one. Who did you write down for your game ball? Because uh, I think there's a lot of different ways you could go on this in the hustle award. So, we'll uh, be interested to to see how we match up here.
0: Yeah, there, <laughs> I, there there's a few different players here, but uh, I, from a game ball, I've got to go with Mackenzie today. Um, I think she had uh, an all around uh, great day. Um, I think she's getting back to her uh, her. Former self prior to the injury, um, and I, I think it showed, especially in that second half. Uh, she had a a great second half. Uh, ended up, like you said, 19 points overall. Um, I just uh, love the way that uh, she plays, and uh, she's strong down low, and uh, um, you know, it's it's great uh, seeing her back.
1: Yeah all right so in case anyone's ever curious if sean again just as a reminder sean and i are married i know we have different last names but we are married we watch the game together we talk about the game together what we do not talk about when we do these post game shows are who we are going to give our game ball and our hustle award to um and today i think it shows um because i'm going a different route than you sean i am going to go with grace burger for my game ball um why grace burger um I thought Grace had the more complete game than McKenzie. So I know if you look on the statistics, McKenzie had a fantastic really second half in particular. Um, I thought Grace just had a more complete game. I thought her defense was uh, was spot on. I thought that she played from tip until the final buzzer um, and really led us in, in every facet. And she also contributed with four assists. So for me, I thought Grace just had the more um, Complete game. So we'll see. I think we got a couple of votes from our workaholics here that have joined us live today. So, um, Quang, um you voted for three people, just <laughs> so you know, that makes it very difficult. But, Mackenzie, um, <laughs> Grace, or Alexa. Um, but Joe has voted with me as well for Grace. So I think we'll give it to Grace for this one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can't,
0: I can't, uh, you know, you can't, can't,
1: you go, can't wrong go wrong there. Yeah. And you know what? A terrible, terrible Can't problem we have, that. right? I mean, it's a terrible problem when you have lots of uh, <laughs> lots of different players to pick from. So um, continuing on with that, we'll go to our usual Hustle Award. But before we do, I guess maybe let me go back. So that is actually now Grace's ninth game ball for the year. Um, McKenzie and Nicole and Allie are all tied um, for seconds with four. And Alexa has got two of them. Um, But now it is time for our Hoosier Hustle Award. So again, if you're out there in the workaholic, go ahead and throw your vote in for Hoosier Hustle. in case you're not sure how it works, can't give it to Grace now, so <laughs> can vote over her. But our Hoosier Hustle is sponsored by our friends at Evansville Security Services. So Evansville Security Services provides off-duty police officers to businesses and individuals throughout Indiana. Remember, prevention cannot be measured, so let Evansville Security Services help you prevent a bad outcome today. You can find them at evansvillesecurityservices.com to learn more. Again, that's evansvillesecurityservices.com. Um, and so Sean, since I made you go first with, uh, the game ball, I will go first with my hustle award. Um, again, I think that, uh, you can go just a number of different ways and I, am going to go with Alexa on my game ball for this one. And again, this, I I've alluded to this throughout the show. I think Alexa did things that you don't necessarily see show up in the, the stat column today. I thought that she just played a fantastic game again, second in scoring for us. I mean, third in scoring rather with 15. Um, I didn't think that tells the, the story of the game for Alexa because I thought, again, from the, the tip until the, that final buzzer, or maybe not the final buzzer until she was, I guess, taken out for our, all of our bench players. I thought Alexa just played a really nice all-around game. Um, it was a, a really clean game. Again, no turnovers. She contributed six rebounds. Um, five of them were defensively. And it was a game I think we really needed from Alexa. Um, you know, Alexa, I think, is our, our glue player. Um, For those of you who might have listened to the assembly call um, um, selection show that Jeff Marlowe and I did. Jeff called out Alexa as one of his players that he thought um, will really be the swing player on how far this team can go deep into the tournament. And I will project that if uh, Alexa's playing the way she did and the rest of the players, you know, that we we get this kind of contribution from Alexa. I think that this team can really do some damage in there. So for me, I'm voting for Alexa for a Hustle Award. But Chad, how are you?
0: I'm, I'm going to follow that up with uh, another vote for Alexa. So, uh, I, you know, I, same thing. I, I thought she had a great uh, game. Um, you know, the, the 15 points, you had mentioned six rebounds, uh, and she led the team in steals, uh, you know, with three, three steals. But uh, as you said, I mean, she was, uh, from start to finish, she, she was, um, she had a great game. I mean, she was going down low, uh, get, you know, physical down low uh, on the defensive boards, physical down low uh, on offense, And uh, she had uh, hit two three pointers for us today. Also, Uh, so I mean, she had an all-around great game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in lots of honorary mentions, we have going out there, right? We got Nicole because of her defense and her just all-around hustle. Um, We've got Mona for her first-time scoring um, for in an Indiana University, uh, Indiana. uniform. We have, I think, Grace Peterson. You could throw out some love for her uh, with her hustle there at those last five minutes in particular. Chloe Moore McNeil was fantastic off of the bench. Um, You know, Again, these are really awful, awful problems we have, right? So, um, but then um, we'll, we'll go with Alexa for, for the Hustle Award. That makes her second Hustle Award. And I'm gonna read off the list and it kind of, again, goes back to our season. If this is how we're gonna play going forward, I, I'm, I'm loving this team. I've loved them all year. Chloe has had six. Grace Berger and Nicole have both have five. McKenzie, kiandra Grace Wagner, Caitlin, and Allie have all had Hustle Awards. So um, that's quite a quite a few players on our team. Um, having hustle awards. So, um, any other lingering storylines before we move on to highlight our next opponent, Sean, anything else you want to hit on from this game today? No,
0: I think, uh, I think we hit on everything today.
1: Okay. Yeah. And we can maybe cover off lingering questions when we do our, um, when we do our wrap-up but let's talk about our pre- preview of our upcoming shows and opponent um so yeah we are in the tournament everybody in case you weren't quite sure this was our opening round game uh we will move on now and play the winner of kentucky and princeton i would suspect they have probably tipped off at this point um so i i don't have a time for you they have not released the time on when that game will be it will be on monday we will have a post game show on Monday. Um, Sean and I both have uh, day jobs that we have to do during the day. So if that game does tip off during the day, we will have a delayed post game show sometime in the evening. If the game is in the evening, we will go live immediately following the game. So <laughs> it's kind of up in the air. So you know, stay tuned again um, to our YouTube channel at assemblycall. Um, at assemblycall. Um, also, stay tuned to Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter, um, please do so. I've been trying to tweet out when we're gonna have the shows. Um, I also tagged the assembly call. so lots of ways we'll try to stay in contact with you. Um, but it, it should be um, Monday against either Princeton or Kentucky. So um, I did get a little bit of information from both teams since we don't technically know who we're going to play. Um, I will talk about Princeton first. Princeton is a, the number 11 seed. They, are, they finished their regular season at 24 and four. Their four losses all came back in November and December. As a team, they only averaged 68.8 points per game, and they're led by Abby Myers, who averages 17.8 per game. Um, contrast that with Kentucky. Kentucky is the number six seed coming in. Indiana did play them earlier this year on November 14th. We beat them 88 to 67. Um, Kentucky overall is 19 and 11. However, they have won their last 10 games. And that includes the last three of them in the SEC tournament to end the season, including wins over no- three ranked teams, including number six LSU and our number one overseas South Carolina. They are really rolling right now um, coming into postseason play and they probably are one of the if not the hottest team in the nation from a women's basketball perspective um they do average 72 points per game they are led by ryan howard who averages just under 21 points per game so um it ended it and it'd probably be an interesting contrast in style so again i think that game is probably going on right now so i don't know if anyone in the chat mob has any updates on that i'll check my phone too while we're kind of doing double duty but um that is who we will be playing Monday. Um, again, game time is to be determined. So pay attention to Twitter or to our assembly call YouTube channel to get notifications. So um, you are listening to the doing the work IU you post game show. And just one last final reminder to go check out our friends at homefieldapparel.com. And if it's your first time ordering, you can get 15% off your order at with, excuse me, with the code home, H-O-M-E. All right, Sean. It is time for last call. So, any lingering questions and just last call thoughts you have today as we uh, kick off our official NCAA tournaments post game show?
0: Um, not really, my, any any questions. Uh, I think it's more of uh, you know it was a, it's a great day, great game today they they played start to finish. Um, I'm just interested to see if they can keep this uh, momentum going forward and uh, to see if they can, uh, you know, continue this uh, great play that they had today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yep. Yeah, very early on we got an update from Quang. Thanks Quang. Um, Princeton is up two to zero over Kentucky yes. <laughs> two minutes into the game so <laughs> If uh, Princeton can stick around and uh, play well with them I think it would be a lot of fun game that could be a fun game to watch But anyway back to us. Let's focus on what we can control. Um, well, technically we can't control anything um, <laughs> But <laughs> our, our women's team sure can so boy what a fantastic way to start off the NCAA tournament um, the lingering question is you know that the competition is just going to be getting tougher and tougher as as we continue on Um, again in our brackets if we can get by kentucky we have you know potentially the connecticut women who won big today and their first round matchup Um, we also have nc state that's in our bracket as well um, so, you know, they are winning right now with 15 seconds to go, NC State is beating Longwood 96 to 68. So, again, just some really stiff competition in our bracket if we're going to achieve, if the team is going to achieve their goal of making it to the Final Four and making a run at that banner. But, boy, I had such a great time watching this team all year. I had a fantastic time watching them today, and I, I just think that momentum is on our side. Um I want to just also put a plug out for anybody that's in the Bloomington area, if you can really try to get to the game on Monday. Um, We had 6,400 people attend today. This is the first time in program history that we have hosted NCAA games. Um, So let's fill it up. Iowa, uh, for those of you who don't, maybe didn't see that Iowa women are also hosting, they have already sold out their next game. This is now their third sellout in a row. They ended up selling out their regular season game against Maryland in their opening game yesterday, and they've sold out tomorrow's game as well. So I feel if we are um, really going to show we're the best basketball fans in the country, our Indiana fans need to show up and show out. So um, I think we can get get past the 6,400 mark on Monday um, and really support our women. They deserve that. And, again, grab, grab a friend, um, grab all your family, and whatever's on your calendar, try to, to clear it. Colin's sick do whatever you need to do (laughs) and try to get to that game if you are anywhere close to the area. Um, So again, like I'm just having so much fun watching them and I'm excited to watch them again on Monday and really no lingering questions other than let's just keep going and how far can we go? That's right. All right. So um, I think that will do it, everyone. So if you do want to see us do the show live and be part of the live chat, we appreciate everybody out there in the live chat that's um, out there who have been regulars. Uh, We'll be okay if our live chat is down because you're in the game on Monday. That's perfectly fine with me. Um, Watch us later. Um, You can always find us at our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash assembly call or in any of your podcast fees that you subscribe to at assembly call. Um, Also, you can join our free newsletter at join.assemblycall.com. And a special thanks to John Ringer of Riggs Design for designing our logo. And thank you all for listening, whether you're listening live right after the game or listening uh, maybe live after or not live as you drive home from the game (laughs) or whatever you like to do for your podcast listening pressure. But We will be back to talk IU hopes again with you on Monday again, as we continue our run here in the NCAA tournament, but until then, keep your elbow in your eyes on the rim and go Hoosiers. All right. Thanks everybody.
0: Yeah, Thanks everyone.
1: Yeah. So Quang is saying he thinks the ticket office messed up some things there. So, um, yeah, I thought I had heard something about that. Thanks to all of you that are joining us again. Thanks if you're listening later. Just as important, um, we love having people chat along with us. It helps <laughs> give us some some insight as well. So um, really, really appreciate everyone being here. Sean, again, thanks for pinch hitting yeah. and coming in off of the bench. Um, I'm not sure if we'll get Coach Marlowe back this year. He, for those of you listening and have been, you know, uh, bu- excuse me, like longtime subscribers for us this year and and supporters of doing the work. Jeff is actually in Europe right now. He's chaperoning um, a school trip over there. So he won't be back yet for um, another week or so. So he definitely won't be with us Monday. And depending on how far the women go, he may or may not be back with us this year. Um, Just as a side note too, Jeff and I have talked um, about doing some off season podcasts, um, I don't want to think about that right now because I'm hoping we'll continue doing post-game podcasts here for the next couple few weeks. <laughs> um, so we will talk more about off season when we get there. Um, it's not time for that yet. So uh, I don't really have anything else. So thanks again to the chat mom. Sean, any last words?
0: Uh, no, I just want to thank everybody and uh, say go Hoosiers.
1: Yep, absolutely. All right, guys and gals, we'll talk to you Monday. Take care.
0: Thank you.